you need to master these things and ultimately become a Jedi on the most basic stuff. Because you'll find out that you won't need to go looking for shiny stuff. Because you'll be sitting there going, yeah, I'm just really fucking good at the basics. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Stop chasing after the shiny new things. So my name is Andy Naylor. I'm founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design and host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. Welcome back to the show. Super happy to have you here. So yeah, today's message is stop stop chasing after the shiny new things. So what am I talking about here? So this is a really common trait that I tend to see a lot with people probably people who are starting out on some sort of fitness journey is they are constantly looking for the new thing, constantly looking for the new thing, the special thing, the, the, the special training plan, the special nutrition plan, the thing that's going to suddenly catapult them to the, the progress and the gains and the, the you know, where they ever they want to get to. They're chasing after a thing. And this, a really, really good example of this, I would say would be Back in the day of fitness being based around magazines, so yep, this is sort of sort of before the probably the dawn of you know the really the dawn of the internet and everything going online is you know fitness enthusiasts would be buying magazines, Muscle and Flex, Flex, Men's Health, this and that and the other, all sorts of different ones, and there would probably be your favourite IFBB Pro would be putting up their well apparently their training plan would be going into the magazine, and people would flock to do the new Kai Green you know. Olympia plan, right? And it would be there and people would follow it. But then what happens is, is in four weeks' time, next month, new magazine comes out. Now with Phil Heath's plan in it, what does everybody do? Jump ship, go and do the shiny new thing. Like That is so common, or um, it certainly was then. It is now, just in a different way. I think the thing to understand here is why do people do this? Like what is forcing people to, to sort of move around so much? What are the potential pitfalls of that? And what would be a better solution? So the first place we'll go here is you need to remember the fitness world is also a multi-billion dollar industry, right? Someone's always got something to sell you, whether that be a new supplement whether that be a nutritional protocol, which is probably something that's already existed for a long time, they've just reworded it, right? Or a new training plan, a new style of training that's never been done before. When I sit back and look at a lot of these things, I can see that things have either, it's either someone's taken a plan and just reworded it, and maybe it's exactly the same idea that was something over here, maybe back in the 80s, and all of a sudden here it is again, and it's just called something new. Why? Because someone needs to sell you something. You've got to be aware that this is going on in the background. Supplementation is a really good world of this. I would say at the moment, with certain companies, the supplementational world has moved forward in a great leaps and bounds. 
right? It's much more open and honest in terms of what's inside supplements, but people will move across supplements very quickly. <gasps> the next best pre-workout. Like if something works, it works. Like, but people are sold something different, right? Nobody wants to be sold to, but everybody wants to buy something, right? I have two whole cupboards basically full of supplements. I'm quite mindful with what I buy, but yeah, I'm no different. I'm like, oh, this is new. It's got some new ingredients in it. I will try it. But I'm at least mindful and thoughtful that this is happening. But certainly when it comes to training, people tend to jump across, as I stick to training, people tend to tr jump across plans too easy. I've heard this with many of the clients that we've had come through the business. When does my training plan change? I'm like, well, is it working? They're like, yeah, I've never made so much progress in my life. I'm like, then why would we change it? Oh, I just thought it would change every four weeks. I'm like, oh, if it's working, no, no. And this, is, this isn't everybody, but it's definitely a common thread. And if we see it as coaches, I'm pretty sure that most coaches around the world get the same thing. Oh, I just thought I would get a new plan every four weeks. I'm like, well, there are only so many really good effective movements that you know generally we have available to us. There are variations of all of these, yes, but we could whittle it down to there is a selection of really good shoulder movements, really good chest movements, back, chest, etc. right? Well, if we're just constantly going around them, how do we know if we're making true progress, if we're constantly changing something? How do we actually know? And if a plan is working, like given that this is not, you know, changing our physique is not an easy thing to do in the first place. If we've found something that works, my goodness, stick to it like glue. If it's working, why would you change it? Now, someone might say, well, I get bored of the same training. I'm like, I don't really care. Now that sounds a bit harsh, doesn't it? Right? And I'm, I'm not, it's not quite as harsh as that, but boredom, is a mental issue. It's a mental weakness. I, If something is working for me and I've been doing it for the last 10 years and it's the same thing, I ain't getting bored of it because I'm only doing it for the bloody result anyway. Not going into the gym, I'm not saying I'm not going into the gym to have fun. That's not my primary goal. I'm going in there to better myself. I'm going in there to develop myself. So if doing leg press every time I do legs, for example, and I've been doing that you know, for the last 15 years, gets me the best result, oh my God, I'm sticking to leg press as close as I fucking can for as long as I can. Because it's getting me the result. It's developing me. It's growing me. It's doing the thing that I want. So I can't possibly get bored of doing leg press because it's giving me the thing that I want. I think also we can kind of add into this, and this is always, there's nothing wrong with this, that people are always looking for information. Nothing wrong with that at all. Absolutely. Humans, not everybody, but generally we are kind of programmed to, I guess, search out new information all the time. Now, with the internet at our fingertips, you've got the answers to every single question that's probably ever been asked. And I would say that that's a problem. Because people tend to go online and try to fix a problem and end up with like, here's a good example. Let's imagine someone was thinking about going on keto for a fat loss diet. I don't know why they would, but let's imagine someone was. They go onto Google, they type into Google, is keto the best diet for fat loss? Up pops 10,000 answers that says yes, and very compelling. And up pops 10,000 answers that says no, and they're very compelling. Now the person's in a worse position than before they bloody well ask Google, because now they've got no context. Now they're overwhelmed. They haven't got a clue what to do. Now, the searching for that information is absolutely fine. But I tend to find 
people search for or dive into the weeds of things before they've got a thorough understanding of what they were already doing. So that the understandable desire to progress knowledge sometimes actually overtakes where they currently are. And now they're starting to go around in circles thinking, oh, well, I've confused myself. All of this stuff now doesn't make sense. It's context. Everything kind of has to move together at the same pace. So think about this. If you're out there looking for something new, there's nothing wrong with that. But if your progress has slowed or never even started, chances are it ain't the plan. Chances are it's your ability to execute the plan. Like let's take a training plan. You could probably give me any training plan and respectfully, I'll make it work. That's just years of experience. Now, it might not be optimal, no, but will I make it work? Yes, because it will be my execution of the individual movements that will make the plan work. Like a plan is a plan. You know, everything that we write for our clients is completely customized to them, their needs, their injuries, their surgeries, their limitations, the equipment they've got available to them, the days they've got, like it's completely customized to them. So it is a plan specifically for them. But then they've got to execute that plan. Like if they go in and give their execution, like the thought process to how well they're doing something, the form, if it's like 50, 60%, it doesn't matter how amazing the plan is that we've just wrote, like it ain't going to work. And then if someone then goes off thinking, well, this plan doesn't work, I'm going to find a new plan. Now the person, whoever they might be, is chasing after shiny things rather than looking inward. If something isn't working, generally speaking, rather than look outwardly to try and fix the problem, first, at least look inward. Am I executing this plan, these movements, the whole thing as well as I possibly could? Do I thoroughly understand what I'm supposed to be doing? Chances are, if it ain't working, probably not. And that's okay, because then therefore is an opportunity for growth and learning. Practice does not make perfect, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't. Perfect practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. I hear a lot of people say to me, again, I speak to a lot of people on the phone and they're like, oh, you know, I, I just need help with my nutrition. I know what I'm doing in the gym. I've been training for 20 years. And I'll always say respectfully, those 20 years don't mean shit to me because you could have been doing anything for those 20 years. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's optimal. Doesn't mean that anybody actually took the time to show you how to do it properly because what's the first thing we all do when we go into a gym? We copy everybody else. Basically, that's how most of us tend to go about it. Like, you know, yes, there's coaches and PTs out there trying to, you know, do their best to give people the right advice, but most people are going it alone. And most people are going it alone and, you know, just walking into the mist, basically, and taking themselves to a place where they're now chasing, oh, I need a new plan. My plan's not working. No, mate, your plan's not working because you're not doing it properly. You're not following it properly. You have not followed the progression scheme. You're not making progress. Your form is poor. You're training your joints. You're not training your muscles. These are the things. Look inward if a plan isn't working. Same if you sit there and go, oh, I need a nutrition plan. My nutrition plan isn't working. Well, okay, technically maybe it's not, but are you following it? Can you turn around to me and say, I have been absolutely on the button with all of it, and I mean on the button, and I can tell you exactly what I eat, when I eat it, all my macros. I can tell you everything. Because if you can't tell me that, chances are I can turn around to you and say, I don't really know if you've been following it, mate. Sounds to me like you you think you've been following it. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Look inward first. The basics still work. 
the simpler I keep my own training and the simpler I keep my training for my clients, the better the results that we get. I've certainly had many clients who I've trained personally who said, oh, I thought I was going to get maybe like a more advanced plan from you. And I'm like, what would make you think that? Respectfully, what makes you think you need an advanced plan? And also, what does advanced mean? For example, a lot of people will come in and think they're going to do a back and a bicep day, a chest and a tricep, a legs day and a shoulder day. That's technically quite advanced because it's very specific on body parts and you would train everything once per week. This is what we would call a bro split. Now, this is not, in my opinion, probably one of the best ways to train because the frequency is poor. I could put someone on three days a week and make them train their whole body each day. Now, most people going to the gym would be like, well, that's pretty basic, isn't it? Yeah, if you don't do it properly, how difficult do you think if I trained next to you and put you through three days a week full body training at super high intensity with the right volume, with the right technique, it would be incredibly difficult and the progress would be insane. So don't look at a plan and be like, oh, that's pretty basic. I need to find a better plan. Go to the most basic version of the plan that you can and see if you can make it work. Because if you can't make that work, you've got no business moving forward. It's also like saying, as another analogy, if you cannot air squat, if you can't squat properly with just your body weight, you've got no business putting a bar on your back. Think about that. Get the basic thing to work first. Don't overcomplicate things. Just get better at the things that you're already doing. Sometimes we have to take that hit on the ego and go, yeah, do you know what? I am not doing this as well as I could do. I might think I am, but when I really sit back and look at it, I'm not actually doing it, you know, as well. You, you need to master these things and ultimately become a Jedi on the most basic stuff. Because you'll find out that you won't need to go looking for shiny stuff because you'll be sitting there going, yeah, I'm just really fucking good at the basics. The word basics put people off. That's the problem. Everybody thinks they're more advanced than the basics. I will happily train the basics for the rest of my life and I will beat everybody's progress. Now, that's a weird statement, but I don't mean beat everybody's, but I will, I will be very happy with the progress that I am able to make given that I am trying to maintain a above average physique. And if I, the most basic way I can do it will be the way that I do it. Because the more basic, or in other ways of putting it, the easier it is for me to bloody well do it. Like I don't want to make it particularly difficult for me to do as in complicated, I want to make the system as easy to follow. The easier I make something to follow for me and for the clients, the more chance we all have of actually bloody doing it, all right? Another good example we use a lot is if someone has four days to train, we give them upper, lower, upper, lower. Like it's so straightforward, but it works so well. That can be another incredibly difficult way to train in a good way. So, don't sit back and be like, well, I've been training 20 years. I need an advanced plan. Not if you can't do a basic plan very well. Become a Jedi of the basics in everything in terms of your training, your sleep, your rest, your recovery, your hydration, your supplementation, your mindset, your habits, your behaviors. Jedi the shit out of all of that and you're going to make more progress. Trust me. So, that covers everything that I wanted to go through today. Just be mindful if you're chasing after shiny things, right? Just be aware if you're doing it. Take a step back and be like, mm, am I really applying myself to the thing that's already in front of me, the plan that I've already got? Or have I just done a shit job of following it and I'm looking for a substitute? Ask yourself that. 
hopefully that has helped someone out there today. Um, so like in the last few episodes, just to let you guys know, we are running a contest while we're launching this podcast. Uh, and that contest is for the opportunity to win for two lucky people, the opportunity to come into uh, our program and be trained for three months completely for free. That is 10 grand worth of a prize. So five grand uh, worth of a prize each. So for the opportunity to be trained by us for three months for completely free, all you need to do is leave us a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, and then go find the link in the show notes and follow the instructions in there, and you will put yourself in for the opportunity of winning one of those prizes. Good luck to you. For now, ladies and gentlemen, go and have the best day. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.